Just before we begin this episode on elements of theatre composition, we are trying a new format for these episodes, more conversational in tone. Uh, We hope you enjoy them. Feel free to give your feedback at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're doing a very special episode of The Aside with special guest Andrew Byrne to talk all about the elements of theatre composition, episode one, cohesion. So without any further ado, we bring you Andrew Byrne. Welcome, Andrew. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for having me. It's great having you here on the show. So we are talking elements of theatre composition. Are we? Is that what we're doing? That's what we're doing. Great. Which one are we going to do first? We're going to start with cohesion. Cohesion. So we'll cohesively start with cohesion. Well, that was really good. That was a great example of cohesion. You and I just working together. (laughs) Beautiful. So what is cohesion? What is it, Andrew? Well, according to the VCAA, cohesion is the unity and balance of various aspects of the interpretation. Of the interpretation, meaning what? What do you mean interpretation? What do you mean interpretation, Andrew? Well, when a script is interpreted for the stage... Well, so not every single performance of each script is identical? Well, that's right. It's up to the, the director, the actors, the designers. Oh, so we get a script and then we interpret it. We make choices? Yes. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Great. Excellent. <laughs> and, okay, what could we, what could we base our, our, our interpretation on? Well, many things. What's your artistic vision? Oh, okay. And I should think about cohesion when creating my artistic vision? Well, like all of the um, elements of theatre composition, they may or may not be present okay. in your interpretation. So perhaps your interpretation isn't cohesive at the end of the day. And that would have to be a deliberate choice, right? Or a lack of choices. Oh, okay. So so if, if, if it's non-cohesive but it wasn't on purpose, that's not an element of theatre composition. Well, no, but it's something that your students can discuss. Yeah, okay. So you might watch a show and it might seem uh, incohesive. That's and, right. And that might be a choice the director made or it could actually be a lack of choice and that would be a, a negative. Or, or all of the choices that the director made led to a lack of cohesion. A lack of cohesion would be what there's too much... The sound design is, is so allowed and so unbearable that it takes away from the performance that it doesn't merit or the the sound design is so different from the world of the play that it doesn't exist well what do you mean well i think yeah i think you're right i mean if you've got a performance on stage that's really romantic and meaningful and then the the music doesn't marry on with that i i, I don't know skrillex stuff <laughs> yes <Yeah>. okay <laughs> And there's no, and it's about balance too. And things can be off balance on purpose. You, <laughs> loud music isn't bad. No. no. Skrillex isn't bad. You just need to. <laughs> Who is Skrillex? What is that? It's like. It's all the buttons. Yeah. Stuff. Maybe it's. Shrill- no, that's bad. That's bad. Okay, that's okay, bad. That's bad. <laughs> We're just saying. No. Hey, no judgment. No judgment. There will be a time. Sorry to all the Skrillex fans yeah. out there. I hope I'm saying Skrillex. Oh, oh Skrillex God. correctly. Is that his name? Skrillex. <laughs> he knows all the. I really know, don't know who you're talking about. Oh. Is it? Yeah. Like, all that yeah. stuff. You know? Okay. But I could see how a director or a sound designer might use that to, you know, for a point or to support a scene or to create a mood. But I don't know. If it didn't work, then it's not 
cohesive. It's not cohesive. Great. So if it's a 17th century work (laughs) and you're not recontextualizing it, Uh Skrillex, not appropriate. No, especially not if you're using Mozart all the way through it and then you just throw in a bit of Skrillex for kicks and giggles. (laughs) Ah, great. And the unity and balance of various aspects. So you can have what? Cohesion, where apart from where you're not seeing cohesion, how might cohesion work? Uh, cohesion. So you, you're looking at the context of the of a performance, the time, the place, the culture. Do, do the, does the costume, does the sound, does the set, does the um, the makeup and the hair, do these all work together to help the audience to understand the context? Great. And does that does it all work together? Yes. Yeah. Great. So the accents should be aligning with the costume, which should be aligning with the sound design. As long as they're working cohesively. Yeah, well, that's what the students get to assess themselves. They get to look at the performance and say, all right, well, did these elements work together? Or was one of them not working? Was one of them jarring? Was one of them not allowing them to enter into that world of the play? And was that intentional? Yes. So you could do it on purpose to, to create a, a moment of, of emphasis, which we'll talk about later, mm-hmm. but you could, you could have a moment of a lack of cohesion on purpose. Yes. As long as it's on purpose, it's one of the elements of theatre composition. Yeah. The interesting thing is, though, for a lot of plays, um, students don't get to talk to the director or the designers. So how do they know whether it's on purpose or not? Was it a mistake? I mean, luckily for most plays that the students get to see, there are the education resources that are released... Episodes of the aside. I mean, it's all there. Okay. Uh, So you can have cohesion uh, in acting. So the acting styles are all the same. Yep. Great. Yeah. So we've got um, a a comedy and all of the actors are funny. So I took my students to see Hamlet Apocalypse at the theatre works last year. And it's about a a group of actors who um, are performing the play Hamlet as the world is about to end. And at various points throughout the show, there is a loud bang and a flash of light and this really discordant, painful sound that happens. And all of the actors stop what they're doing at, at that exact moment, no matter what frantic moment they're in, and stand and look towards the audience. And this was not rehearsed. Every every night, this sound and noise came at a different point in the play. So the actors had no idea when the director who was operating this sound was going to do that. And it was interesting to see that kind of cohesion that wasn't rehearsed. But it was still deliberate, wasn't it? It was absolutely deliberate, yeah. Okay. So cohesion in, in set, I guess we're talking about, is the set appropriate? For, for all of the uh, production areas... We're talking about appropriate for the interpretation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if it's like we said before, for 17th century, and you've set the play in that time, and that's that's the context of the play. Everything should be reminding the audience of that context, and anything you do to break that away without intention is a lack of cohesion. Mm-hmm. And if you're not doing it intentionally, it when not an element of the composition at that point <laughs> yeah. we're only talking about what you're doing in tennis. so if you put your beggar in Nike shoes because, <laughs> because you couldn't find you know, the, the right clogs mm-hmm. or they just lost their shoes on the night and exactly they just right. wear this <laughs> that's, that's going to break away from what the audience is experiencing and enjoying that is not cohesive yeah. because it's breaking away from, uh, from the context 
and the same with the actors that are doing too much same with the sound that's too jarring same with a lighting design that's not appropriate if you're doing a naturalistic piece and you've set up naturalism the whole time and you're actually more importantly your intention is naturalism then you start using spotlights and lights into the audience yeah and some like led you know fancy moving lights with gobos and that doesn't really gel with a cohesive realism performance. Yeah, you're allowed to do all that stuff if sure. your intention is to break away from realism and yep. naturalism. But if you want to maintain the facade, don't be going with the crazy gobos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love a gobo, though. <laughs> I do love a gobo. For cohesion in set, some things you might want to think about is the actual design of the piece, if it's appropriate for the context, the colours that they used. Uh, is there... Uh, is there a balance of positive and negative space? Does it seem to have a vision? Does it seem to have a style across the board? Cohesion. That is cohesion. <laughs> is it in the same world? Keep it in world. Whatever world you create, keep it in world. Is that what cohesion means? Yeah, it even comes down to props. I mean, if you've got a, a play set in, I don't know, the 1930s, and then all of a sudden you've got a person bringing out a mobile phone, that is not going to work. I think cohesion really, a lot of the times, will marry up with context as well. Um, you know, the context of what we've said before, the time, the place, the culture. Um, does that, does all of your design decisions in terms of set, costume and props, especially in hair and makeup, do they match your context? And that unity, that word unity in the, in the definition is so important. Mm-hmm. It's, it's bringing things together. It's bring it and it's balancing it appropriately. Too much of one thing, if it's not intentional, can break cohesion. Yeah. Andrew, thank you for your time. No, Nick, thank you. That is all from us at The Aside. There are other episodes on elements of theatre composition and we have some resources available, including a PowerPoint with some clips and some questions you might like to ask your students about the elements of theatre composition, two posters and some more detailed explanations of the styles. Feel free to ask for those at asidepodcast at outlook.com. If you have any suggestions for a future episode or you would like to ask a question, do not hesitate to contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you very much to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you very much to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening.